and welcome to the Sell the Sizzle podcast. This is the show if you want to sell an idea, a product, or a service. We're going to share sales techniques with you so that you can be a sizzling success. Let's go. And hello, fellow sizzlers, Mick Holly here. Hey, listen, buckle up, because today we're diving into deep into a topic that's more frustrating than a slow Wi-Fi connection. You know what I'm talking about. Leads that just aren't making it to you or your sales team, right? I mean, we've all been there. You got you think you've got a killer marketing strategy, a website that can make angels weep, and you and your sales team ready to close those hungry deals. But... Somehow, those leads seem to play hide-and-seek instead of waltzing straight into your inbox. What the hell is going on? I mean, I've been there, (laughs) bereft of leads, thinking, what the hell is the organisation doing for me? I'm this badass rain-making salesperson, and my organisation can't even deliver me some leads to work on. What the hell? Am I supposed to do everything? Okay. All right, let's cut through the BS and uncover why your leads are dodging your sales team like a cat avoids water. Now, a big culprit, I see this a lot, is is misaligned messaging. Misaligned messaging. I mean, imagine you're at a party, we all go to parties, and someone starts a conversation about quantum physics while the rest of the crowd is talking about last night's football game. Yeah, that's what's happening, right? The quantum physics guy gets put into a corner and nobody talks to him. And that's what's happening with your marketing messages when they don't align with what you, the salesperson, are talking about. You're talking about, you know, uh, great outcomes that your product delivers, um, great experiences, great benefits, and the website's talking about some highfalutin features that nobody's really interested in. And if your marketing's confusing, your leads are going to bounce off that website faster than a kangaroo on a trampoline. And we talked about this in an earlier episode. Your website's like trying to, it's a force field. It's repelling people. And you go, no, Mick, I I don't don't really agree with you. Well, look, take a look. Go on, stop this podcast. Well, not if you're in your car. If you're in your car, don't do it now. But when you get to your office, or if you're in your office, take a look at your website. And 99% of the time, it will be painful. And I want you to simply ask yourself this question. Is it easy to find what you want and buy it, or at least schedule a call or conversation with somebody to find out or spec more about your project or need? And you'll immediately know that website is not an asset, right? Now go to a site where you buy most of your stuff. If you're like me, you buy your stuff on Amazon, I mean, you just go to Best Buy, right? You go and have a look around to the, and touch things in Best Buy and then you buy them from Amazon. Or what, what I do is I show them the Amazon price on my phone and they pay it and, and, and Best Buy will, 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 uh, will match it. But anyway, you type something in the search bar in Amazon, it takes you to what you're interested in. And bam, there it is in colour. It even has reviews, and recommendations. This is the best one Amazon recommends. And it's got 47 reviews for five stars and even some commentary. And you get busy, you get distracted and you leave the site because someone interrupted you or squirrel. 
Squirrel runs past, past and, and now you're thinking about something else. You're watching, you're watching videos on TikTok, right? And you've forgotten all about what it was you were going to buy. But Amazon knows this. Amazon knows this. What do they do? They, send you, they keep sending you emails reminding you of, you of what you were interested in. How cool is that? And does your website do that? I don't think so. Now, uh, there's an outfit called Rivkin who do marketing studies. And they found out, I think I talked about this, apologies if I'm repeating yourself, I'm assuming that some of you have listened to some of my other podcast episodes, I know that might be a bit of a stretch, <laughs> but 90, they found, they found 96% of the visitors to your website won't purchase from you for three whole months, they're not ready to commit yet, they're just shopping, they're just out there for information, prices, estimates, specs, material, choices, and the inside scoop on what you've got and what you do really, really well. Now, some of them might even hunt down your contact us button, if they can find it, that is. And then if you, you try it, go on, try it, try and try it, go to your uh, website and click on the contact us. It'll st stick out this boring old form and they'll ghost you faster than you can say, Jack Robinson. Nobody fills out forms anymore. It's like him for a handwritten letter in the age of emojis. Or they look up and they go, oh, God, can, can I talk to somebody? Is there a phone number? You know, when, when we used to talk to each other. And they call. But here's the thing. 62% of calls to small to medium-sized businesses go unanswered. Boom. Opportunity lost. Now fast forward three months. And guess who's forgotten about you? The poor old salesperson. Yep. Those elusive prospects who didn't leave their contact details. You, you didn't have them, so you couldn't follow up with them. And they've gone somewhere else because someone else rep responded more quickly and kept in touch with them. But you're stuck, still stuck in the dark, waiting for leads, sitting there with your coffee, thinking, oh, what shall I do? What shall I do? The phone's not ringing. I don't know what to do. I can't make sales. It's sad. It's sad. So what's the solution? Well, this is a... This is a journey I, I, I went down myself in, in, um, you know, when I was selling large consulting deals to Fortune 500 executives. They weren't calling me. Nobody was giving me leads. My organisation wasn't feeding me leads. They were doing marketing, but the messages weren't making any sense to anybody and I wasn't getting any leads. So as a salesperson, you've got, as a sizzler, as a rainmaker, you've got to step up, right? You've got to step up and engineer lead flow and lead nurturing. I'm sorry, but nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to spoon feed you. If you want to be average and earn an average salary, an average wage, then you just sit there and bemoan the fact that you're only getting a few crappy leads. But if you want to make a lot of money and you want to make a difference and you want to be the top of your game, then you've got to go from being a me meeting taker to a meeting maker right you've got to you've got to you've got to do a little bit of marketing you've got to do a little bit of little bit of outreach you've got to become known now don't fret right because it's there are some easy steps that we can do and that's what i'm going to talk about in this in this podcast i mean let's think about the simple logic of things the number of bids you win is directly proportional to the number of offers or proposals you make makes sense right
So to double the number of sales, you need to double the number of sales conversations with qualified leads. I'm not saying just bid everything, but if you've got qualified leads coming in and you're attracting those leads, you can make them an offer. And the chances of you converting these offers are much, much higher. So you're going to increase your sales. So I'm going to give you a little five-step formula. It's not rocket science. Here it is. Number one, you hook them with an interesting message. Do you remember early on, you don't want to be talking about quantum physics. You want to be talking about the football game or something that they're interested in that pulls them in like a magnet. Secondly, you respond with pace, with alacrity. The person who answers a prospect's call first generally wins. So don't wait a few days to call them up. Follow, and then number three, follow up like a bloodhound. And then four, make a compelling offer. You've always got to make an offer. And five, close. Now, let me give you a little bit of meat on those five things. So number one, hook with an interesting message. We've already established your website's a liability. It's not an asset for you, the salesperson. So you need a magnet to attract those leads. And you've got two options. You can either send them cold emails or direct traffic to a landing page. A landing page is different to a website. A landing page has an enticing message and an offer on it, and it only has one call to action, like click this button to schedule a free estimate or schedule a conversation or download a brochure. And in doing so, you capture their information. Now, you know they're not going to buy for three months, but now you know that they're, they're looking. You can keep talking to them automatically over the next three months until they're ready to speak to you. So now you've got a lead, right? But they're not quite ready to buy. So number two is we've got to respond with pace, right? We, we send them an email, we make them a call, we make sure they get what they click for. If it's a call back, call them in minutes, not days. You know, don't treat it like a hot potato and drop it like you're burning your hands. Leads need follow-up like fish needs water, if you aren't diligent about reaching out promptly and consistently, those leads will slip through the cracks faster than a greased-up pig at a country fair. So respond quickly. And then thirdly, we know most leads aren't going to buy straight away, so we've got to keep them engaged uh, with follow-up. I mean, this is so obvious, but sometimes we forget that we need to do that. I mean, let's go back in our lives, or maybe some of you are, you know, going on a first date. Picture this. You go on a first date, you have a blast, and then you never hear from that person again. Ouch! Well, that's what happens when you don't nurture your leads. They need some love and attention before they're ready to commit. Sending them a few relevant emails or engaging content can be the difference between, nah, and let's do this. Now, here's the thing. Steps one, two, and three, all should be, eat all should be automated. If your CRM, your email automation, and other tech stores are tech tools are glitchy or they're not properly integrated, it'll lead to lost leads. Make sure your tech is as solid as Dwayne the Rock Johnson's biceps. It's not rocket science. I mean, if these elements aren't in place, one, two, and three, remember one, hook with an interesting message, two, respond with pace, three, follow up like a bloodhound. If they're not in place and automated, you will face the same fate as the dinosaurs. Yes, I know, you may be, may be a badass, but even the T-Rex bit the dust. Without tech, you're toast. You got no CRM, you got no integration, you got no email automation, 
then you're in the backwoods and you're going to get stomped on. Now, number four, remember number four was make a compelling offer. So this is your bread and butter, right? I'm not going to teach you how to do your job. Uh, I've got tips for you. Just keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> but, you know, make an offer. Always make an offer, right? Make a written offer. Get it to them. And then step number five is close the deal. Now, if, you don't, if you're not really good at closing or your conversion percentage is not very good, check out episode number 16 of this podcast, How to Be a Born Closer, right? And, you know, one of the biggest mistakes is we don't, we don't, we don't, make, we don't make an offer. We don't ask for the deal for a lot of the time. So follow those five steps, but you've got to have some automation in the background. You've got to take responsibility for helping those leads get into the funnel so you can close them like a rainmaker. So there you have it. The brutal truth about why your leads aren't making it to your sales inbox. It's time to take the bull by the horns, clean up your act, and start turning those leads into customers like a champ, like a sizzler. Remember, in the world of sales and marketing, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Now go out there and make it happen. Oh, and just perchance, perchance, you might need some help automating the sales process or putting in some marketing ideas or developing those hooks so you're fed hungry leads automatically, you know who to call. That's it. Mick Holly, the edgy marketing guru with all the answers. Until next time, keep sizzling. Mm -hmm.